Coming up tomorrow at noon in Chapel Hill, the North Carolina Tar Heels going to be hosting the Fighting Camels of Campbell. And here to preview that game is the voice of the Tar Heels, radio broadcaster Jones Angel is now with us on the phone lines. Good morning, Jones. Rob, good morning, and a really important game coming up for Carolina, important stretch here. Rob, I mean, look, Carolina has not played very well mm. Um I shouldn't say that. It hasn't been in total. Uh, I think Carolina was frustrated with some kind of weird things and didn't feel like they played their best two weeks ago uh, against Virginia. And then last week against Georgia Tech, obviously uh, the the defensive meltdown um, in the fourth quarter and to a a certain extent the second quarter um, really cost Carolina in a game where it played well enough in other areas uh, to win that game. Um, So for the Tar Heels now sitting at 6-2, and Um, four games left in the regular season. You've got uh, all of them are against regional teams, three against in-state teams, uh, two against uh, serious rivals, Duke and State, uh, another longtime uh, opponent and rival in Clemson uh, mixed in there as well. And then your first meeting with, with Campbell, an in-state FCS opponent that is certainly going to be excited uh, to come to Keenan Stadium uh, for the first time. So this is an important stretch. You know, I think for Carolina – the, the Tar Heels are going to be favored tomorrow, as they should be. Um, and then you set up what I think is a real season-defining close there with those final three games, Duke, Clemson, NC State. Um, so an important uh, month here coming up for the Tar Heels, and that starts tomorrow in Keenan Stadium. You mentioned that uh, Carolina is favored in tomorrow's game, but I'm sure a lot of Tar Heel fans are saying, yeah, Jones, but we are favored in the last two games too. <laughs> Come on. Uh, what? I, I keep going back to last week. So obviously the loss against Virginia was, was bad for, for Carolina. Last week, I keep going back to the post-game press conference that Mac Brown had, and you know the reporters doing their job, just asking Mac what in the world happened, and he just kept saying, "I, I don't know. I don't have an answer. I do not know what happened in the second and fourth quarters. Our defense was just not good." Yeah, it was. Uh, the numbers are stunning uh, from those two quarters. I mean, Carolina gave up more yards rushing in the fourth quarter than it had allowed in any game this entire season. Think about that. Gave up more yards passing in the second quarter than it had in four games this season. Uh, I mean, those are extreme, extreme numbers. Georgia Tech didn't have an incompletion in those two quarters. It's 16 to 16 passing in those two quarters. I mean, that's, that's an, that's not normal. Right. Um, so for Carolina, you got to figure out what went so catastrophic, uh, catastrophically incorrect. And I think the really odd thing, Rob, is that you know we keep saying second and fourth quarter. You know, first quarter, Georgia Tech had the ball three times. They punted once and turned it over on downs twice. They only ran six plays in the third quarter, and it was an interception and a punt. Uh, the two drives, and so um, it's not as though the Tariel defense. It didn't know what it was doing, or from start to finish was just completely outmatched and, and over overmatched in this game. But for whatever reason, it, it was like this light switch of flipping on quality defense and then totally flipping it, uh, flipping that uh, switch down and off. And so um, it, it was a head scratcher. And, and I do think that is one of those where you do walk away going, "How did that happen? I don't know what happened." Uh, I think after some more review, the, the Tar Heels have identified, Gene Chizik talked about this on Monday, you know, a couple things that, that really hurt them. And some of it was evident at the time and some of it not. You know, I think Carolina right now has really struggled against tempo to get uh, aligned properly. And, and I know that sounds very basic and people think, how can that happen? 
Um, but I think when teams are going fast, Carolina has struggled to get itself organized yeah. pre-snap um, to be in the best place to be successful. I think Carolina had some really poor run fits in that fourth quarter um, where they were not in the right place. Some of that goes back to what we were talking about a second ago. Um, And then there was some poor tackling. I think that was more earlier in the game in that second quarter where Georgia Tech was getting the ball to some receivers in space and Carolina was really struggling there. And that comes down to all of those things come down, as Gene Chidzik said, I'm not saying anything he didn't say on Monday, to coaching and to getting those guys um, in the right place to be better prepared, um, and then they have to execute. It, it's never just it's never just coaching. It's never just the players. It's never just the game. It's always all these things combined. And so uh, you've got to be prepared, and then you've got to execute. Now, having said all that, Rob, I, Campbell is a very solid FCS opponent. Um, this is not a uh, this is not a team uh, that's you know, limping into Keenan Stadium or you're going to play the Benny Hill music when they're out there playing. You know, they know how to play football. Um, having said that, Carolina, um, you know, has more money, has more scholarships, has better facilities. Um, all the things that we all, if you follow football, understand about an FBS opponent versus an FCS opponent. Um, so I don't know how much, at least from the outside perception, is going to get changed about Carolina this week. But what the Tarios can do is do some things that can carry over. You know, work on things that can be repeatable and give you the best chance of success regardless of opponent. So they need to clean up some of those things that we're talking about that in turn hopefully allows you to have not only success against Campbell, but then be better in these weeks to come as the competition level ratchets up and the intensity ratchets up and the emotion ratchets up because these are going to be intense emotional rivalry games. Duke at home, at Clemson, at NC State, those are going to be intense. And so Carolina needs uh, to position itself and work on some things that can help it in those games to come. Yeah, and you think about some other big schools, big teams, you know, they have the non-conference, smaller opponent type of games at the start of the year, tune-up games, if you will. Do you, do you think this is a perfect timing for North Carolina to have a, 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 an opponent like Campbell after losing two straight just to kind of hopefully reset? You know, it's a, it's a good question, Rob. I, Carolina tried hard in the offseason to move this game. It, it tried to move this game to week zero. Um, because I it, and some of this I know for fact, and some of this is my opinion. I, I think Carolina wanted to play a game before the South Carolina game because very rarely are you your best in the first week of the season or the first game of the season. Now, having said that, Carolina went out and played well against South Carolina and won the game, and and it all turned out fine from the Tardio perspective. Um, and I think also Carolina remember did play a week zero game a year ago against Florida A and M. It allows you to have two buys during the season. And I think as the college football season continues to expand and there continues to be more games, and especially with the close to this year the way it is for Carolina with a really um, emotional close with those final three games, um, I think the Tar Heels wanted to see if, it could, if they could get a second bye week as well. Um, so ideally, the Tar Heels would have a bye week. They'd have an open date because yeah. I think they're a little tired. I think they're a little beat up. But everybody is this time of year. I'm not in any way suggesting that's unique to Carolina. Um, but the Tar Heels did have their open date early this year after just the fourth game. 
So they've already played four games since then, and they have four games to go So um, just in the regular season. So uh, it's a long year. Um, I think some of that, uh, that fatigue played a role last week for Carolina, and they've got to find a way to fight past that because it's not going to get any easier. Yeah, that's a good point. Again, uh, Carolina hosting Campbell uh, tomorrow at noon at Keenan Stadium in Chapel Hill, and you'll be able to listen to the game right here on your home for the Tar Heels on WPTF, uh, pregame starting at 11 with Jones Angel on the call. Jones, thanks so much, man. We always appreciate these conversations on Friday, and uh, we'll talk with you again next week. Sounds good, Rob. Talk to you soon.